And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seeing Red. Hey boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rex C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. Alright kids, let's find out what we have to talk about today. We, me and her were having a discussion about the way Spider-Man movies are going. Right. And the guy, who, what was it, the, the, the writer, he's like, or was it the, the director? One of them was <laughs> looking up like all these different Spider-Man comic books and reading throwing them and, and getting all the information Ideas, yeah, yeah through the comic books oh sam rainey yes the he, he did the first three yeah yeah and he's like why is he know. doing it is he doing them again now or no um the reason why is because he in fact that's when he bring that up because i read it on the internet just the other day he was talking about he knew that spider-man 3 sucked and it was because the producers came to him and said, you have to have these characters in it. Because his original plot, the original screenplay, it was just Sandman. And they came to him and they're like, well, you have to, you know, have a thing where um, the Green Goblin comes back, you know, for the Hobgoblin. And then you have to have Venom in this. And they made him too much. do the script that way. And he said he knew it sucked. That's one thing I like about the new Spider-Mans. They have like yeah. one villain. One main villain. There's not right. like 25 villains. Hogging the screen. Yeah. You're well, like, I thought there was like three villains in part two, wasn't there? There was no. like the Green Goblin, Rhino, and Electro. Not really. I have. I haven't seen. I mean, Rhino just appeared at the last like little bit. Yeah. And, oh really? Uh, yeah. Electro. He was basically he was the, main... the main villain. Okay. Because the Green Goblin was in it, but it was more of like. His origin of where he came from, kind yeah. of. Oh, cameo setup kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, like he was in it, and it showed how he, how he turned into the Green Goblin, mm-hmm. and he did he did kill um and bring about the Sinister Stacey. Six. Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Yeah. He did kill her, but it was mainly Electro is what it focused on. But it mm-hmm. but it wasn't like you know in the, in the old Spider Man that's like there were so many villains they're like <coughs> trying to hog for screen time. That's how I felt yeah. about yeah. the old Spider Man. Yeah. I think the new ones, they don't do it like that. It's different. It works the way they do it. I think out of the original, I think number one is still the best. Yeah, it is. Yes. Number two, I felt Sam Raimi was just, he was tapping too much in his horror roots. Because, you know, Sam Raimi is the guy who did Evil Dead. Yeah. Yes. You know, he, he's more known for his horror stuff. And I felt Spider-Man 2 was too, too on the edge of, mm-hmm. of being horror. And three was just an, an, a mess. An abomination. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I I don't know. I, I didn't the hoggle and die. I don't know. No, he. What it was is I think he went. Was he went back to his little thing, and like gave him some more. Oh like, yeah, the serum. injection. I forgot the serum. Because his dad had to oh, have that to live. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he was scary. Now, did they give Spider-Man back his web shooters, or is he still actually like making he, them? He makes them. He makes them. His body. No. No. He made him. Oh, okay. So they gave him back his web shooters. Yeah. The, the oh, little yeah. canisters yeah. on the. Oh, that's good because that was like one of my biggest. He gripes. doesn't, he doesn't have any type of like, 
he he has like power, like from being a spider, but he doesn't have any like stuff. So he's more like the actual comic book character. Yeah. Yeah, he he the created original. his web shooters. <laughs> it was funny because in the second one he he was trying to create web shooters that were like electroconductive so they wouldn't uh shock him. Uh-huh. So like he went to his basement, set up like an experiment with like batteries and shit to make his web shooters be able to withstand Mm-hmm. He did it though. He was did it, it with reverse though? magnetism. The movie? Yeah. Do you yeah. think I like it? I, oh yeah, I liked it. it was good. It was okay. a really good. It, they, oh, you don't have TV anymore, but it should be on. Other than they killed Emma Stone off. Yeah, but they have a new. They have Mary Jane. I think they're bringing her back. Yeah, they're gonna bring or Black Mary Cat. Jane. No, they're not doing Black Cat. Oh, they're bringing Black Cat. Oh yeah, they are bringing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She. They're she gonna does. supposedly three Black Cats supposed to be like the new love interest. See, I think they should have played uh emma stone a couple more yeah I I, they I killed her off too fast well she was in the first one she was only in two i mean I she was in, yeah she was, she was only two but i don't know it was i don't know the way she died though it was like she broke her back or whatever it was all sad that's the way he tried to like save her uh-huh but he couldn't reach her that's that was the way um actually in the comic books she she how was it he had He had to save a bus of children and Gwen Stacy. He had uh, he had to pick. So he saved the kids, and he thought he could save her by shooting her with his webbing. Mm-hmm. But the velocity of how fast she was falling when the webbing grabbed and it bounced, it snapped her neck. That's how it actually happened in a comic book. Well, this is kind of the same, but instead of there's no children, it, uh, Harry threw her. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? He threw her off this like tall like. He's inside this building and she was like falling and he tried to get her with the web and by the time he got her, she still hit the ground because she was going so fast and it like broke her back or neck or something. She died. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. But. Uh, I'll give it a watch. It's a good movie. I thought it was good. I liked it. It was. I I like Jamie Foxx in that movie. He's so funny in the beginning. Oh my God. They made him so funny. They did. They legitimately, I was like, I didn't ever Jamie's picture really Jamie Foxx as a nerd. Yeah. He's like a little comb over and he's, he's balding. Like, he, they put, they put a fake set of teeth in him. His teeth are all buck. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Oh my God. Things that people could do in Hollywood. I, I, um, all right. I'll give it a watch because I did not like the. It is Black Carrie, the new love interest. It's not Mary Jane. I'm trying to remember because I read something about this. I, I think yeah, I think it is going to be Black. I Cat. thought she was in that in two, wasn't she? Yeah, she is in two. Yeah, but they don't say it's her. No, it's a cameo. Oh, is it? It's yeah. they don't tell you that's who that is, but yes, yeah, it's, it's yeah. that one girl, isn't it? That works for the that works for Oscorp. Felicia something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because I can't think of her last name, but I know her first name's Felicia. Sure, for Oscorp, right? Yes. I don't know. Doesn't she have her in this movie working for Oscorp, I think. Because Black Cat is a... She's essentially a ripoff of um, Catwoman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing. She's a cat burglar. <clears throat> you can tell that I haven't podcasted in a while. My voice is starting to... Crack. Crack. Crack, yeah. But, um... Well, shit. I, I wanted to talk about some other things, too, but now I can't think about what I was going to talk about. We got off on a tangent. Comic books. Oh, another thing. In the original Spider, in the comic book, did they have his his dad worked for Oscorp, and made all that stuff, or no? Mm, no. In the because in this one, uh huh, that thing that thing that he has the the 
spider whatever that bit him uh-huh. his dad created those spiders oh really um huh, right? there's actually yeah spider-man's dad uh, created, those, created the, they're supposed to be like they're supposed to cure anything these spiders right like, yeah they're supposed to be like special venom or whatever really um because like in there's you know how they have certain rules in marvel yeah um one of the rules is is that the dad and the mom have to stay dead. They're not allowed to come back to life. Yeah. And they only did one issue. It was back when they did the minus ones back in the, the 90s. Mm. Um, they did a thing, and his mom and dad were like secret agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's how they got killed. But other than that, that's that's the only thing, because they really don't okay. talk about it. Well, yeah, their origin in this, they worked, the dad worked for Oscorp. And basically, Harry's dad had him killed. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Because he was jealous of... Norman. Norman Osborn. Yeah. He was jealous of what he basically accomplished. So, wait a minute. They had Harry as the the Green Goblin, not Norman? No. Mm-hmm. Norman died. Norman died. Because he... Yeah. You, you'll see it. He died, like, in the very beginning, so... Yeah. They really, there really was no Green Goblin at all. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. You have to watch it. Hmm. Okay. He, his dad created the suits... The, the suits that they wear. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because it's like a mechanical suit because they're, like, basically that stuff they, they inject themselves with. Because uh-huh. they have, they have, um, his family has some kind of a disease and it, they die It's kind of like it. leprosy if you think no, about well, it. Well, yeah, that is, but, so his dad was trying to create a serum so his son could live longer, but the serum wasn't ready, basically, and it made him all deformed, and his dad kept injecting himself with it. You have to watch it. Okay. Oh. It's on, uh, it's, which is, was it on Netflix or where is it at? I know I've seen it somewhere. Might be on Netflix. It might know. be on Netflix now. I don't remember where it's at. But you gotta watch it. I think it was a good movie. I mean, one of these days, if, if you get You're a wild. Be like, it's not, it's not like 100% accurate because they never are. No. I was gonna say, if you get, if you ever get a wild hair up your ass, you can always come over because we have the pay channels and it's on one of the pay channels. Well, I can always watch it off the computer too. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, because I, I, I'm hoping today maybe I'll try to get caught up because a new episode of Gotham just came out and I'm three episodes behind. And, you know, because I'm subscribed to Gotham on Facebook and they're like, I'm like, da, 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 da. I'm trying not to read what they're. <laughs> yeah. I hate that. Like, I, I liked, uh, the Flash page. And since I haven't been watching the Flash, like, I'll be scrolling down my feed and then I'll see something. And I was like, no, I didn't want to see that. Yes. Uh... Um, <clears throat> damn it, there was something that I wanted to talk about, and I'm trying to remember what it was. It was, uh, significant to the show. The worst part is when they show a picture that, like, something big happened in the new, in the new episode. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why? Why do you do this? Yes. Did I, I told you guys about my dream, right? Yeah. Okay. Getting thrown out the window. Yeah. Okay. Let me, well, now because I, I've laid it out there. Um, for some reason, I don't know why I had a dream that I was in Las Vegas. Now there is a mirror in my daughter's room and it's just a, a an oblong mirror. It's nothing special. It's nothing. It, there's no like special Not design. antique or anything. No, it's just a, a plain looking little mirror. And for some reason, this mirror creeps me out and I've, I've, I've always, ever since, you know, I've seen it. And back in one, 
they first bought it back when we lived on Little Beaver. Maybe um, someone died and like got slashed and their blood splattered <sighs> on a mirror. Um, it's Twilight always zone. it's always creeped me out. Anyway, for some reason, it's a dream. We're in Vegas, and the mirror was there in in a hotel room, and we were like on the eighty seventh floor. And, and if anybody's ever been to Vegas, you realize that you know they don't have eighty seven floors in Vegas. Um, so it's just weird. Anyway, um, for some reason, it just creeped me out, and I remember, I remember like putting my knee through it or something. I just broke the mirror because it creeped me out. And then I remember the next thing was that my wife was literally shoving me out the window, the hotel room window. And I remember, and it was so freaky because I remember, even now, I still remember it falling, just like free falling. And I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm going to die. And right now I'm wearing this, it's just a gray hoodie, zip up hoodie. There's nothing special. And I was like, oh, I know what I can do. So I literally put my hands in the pockets and I pull it out. And it was like kind of <laughs> caught wind and slowed me down. <laughs> it wasn't too much cartoon. I guess. And I remember I was able to like guide myself or not guide, but more glide myself down into a swimming pool. I wish I could remember more of the dream because I think it would actually be a really good story. But it was just a really funky and it wasn't like Lacey and I were bickering anything we weren't fighting or anything it was just I don't know what triggered it and it was so weird I even went online and tried to analyze it and there was like nothing there so I don't know I don't know what it was that just kind of set me to this weird ass dream <laughs> but yeah it was like uh oh, what was it have <laughs> have you uh, ever seen the old like 1970s scooby-doo where he has that flying suit and it fills up with air uh-uh. and, and he flies flies around but the suit's like all puffed out because it's full of air that's kind of the way in my head i remember looking with you know all like the the zip up was like full of air so it was like oh I, yeah i, I get what you uh, i don't know kids i think i need to lay off the drugs um <laughs> Let's see. We could uh, do. Um, do we want to talk about Justin Bieber real fast? Because I think it's just funny. What? You know, Justin Bieber is the new Calvin uh, Klein. Yeah. Did yeah. You photoshopped him. Oh yeah. Okay. You say it wasn't photoshopped. Yeah. They made his ass look huge and gave him all these abs and stuff. <clears throat> and they made his package even look way bigger. I was gonna say even they they like super extended uh, his genital area. Yeah. And then someone came out with a picture of, you know, no, this is what the he really floor, looks like. Yeah. And his chest is like all sunk in. Because he was trying to say that he was, that he's better than Marky Mark was or whatever. Did you know how, uh, Mark Waller used to be Calvin Klein model? Yeah, yeah. And he was like saying something about how he was better than Marky Mark ever was or whatever. But I'm pretty sure back when he did those Calvin Klein models, he they didn't Photoshop him. Like they, they I don't probably, think Photoshop existed. They probably edited the photos, like made like filters and stuff. Yeah. But I'm guarantee you that that was all real him. That was. I had to have been. He him. was buff back then. <laughs> he was. He was working out all the time back then. And now he makes Transformers. You know yeah. that he. You know that he. Uh, he's trying to. Get resolved of all the th- bad things that he's done, so that he can run for something. Did you hear about that? No, senator. he's gonna he's gonna run for uh, like an office or something. Or something because mayor, senator. He uh, 
he's like really rate used to be really racist, I guess. He probably still is, but he like blinded some Asian guy and did all this crap to these Asian people and beat him up and everything. Really? Yeah, he's trying to get resolved of his sins so he can do something. I can't remember what. <laughs> was that back in his Marky Mark days? Yeah. Or it was before he was even famous. Oh, really? Yeah. He was like super racist. I guess he was like racing against black people and Asians and Mexicans and stuff. Don't ask me. Hmm. That's. Everybody's like, he just wants to, he just wants to do this for publicity. He don't need the publicity. He's an excellent actor. I know. Yeah. Regardless of, and there's a couple people that run through my head, you know, that are just batshit fucking crazy. And regardless if they're racist or not racist, and that, that falls on both sides of the track, whether they're black or white. Yeah. If they're a good actor, they're a good actor. Samuel Jackson's racist and he's a good actor. He's very yeah. good. Actor. He hates white people. He's always talking shit about them. Even though our cinematographer is working with him right now. As a co-producer on a project. He's a good actor. He really is an excellent actor. He's always been a good actor. Say what one more damn time, boy. <laughs> or maybe he's not racist. Maybe he just comes off as racist. But let me tell you, that movie he played where he was racist, he did way too good of a job. I don't know if he is or not. I I don't, you know, I, I haven't met well, him. Well, I've personally. seen him say, like, some really racist shit, like, real in real life. So <laughs> It was funny because he was on KTLA last mm-hmm. year. And the the guy interviewed him, uh, Rubenstein. What was his name? What's his first name? Mark Rubenstein? Is that him? Joel Rubenstein? Joel Rubenstein, yeah. He D- Joel. He's a dick. Yeah. Well, he kept calling him Lawrence Fishburne. My God. And it pissed him off. And he just, like, wouldn't let it go. You know, when they when he realized he was saying the wrong name, it, and Samuel L. Jackson would not let it go. And, he was and you can tell when I heard mad. that, I think. And then the next... I don't know where he was. He went on another show and it, and it says he was wearing a shirt that says, I'm not Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, yeah. I, I remember seeing something like that, but I didn't know where it came from. But I'm uh, surprised that, you know, he didn't cuss him out because that, everybody knows that, you know, Samuel L. Jackson is like the dirtiest, f- filthiest mouth yeah. there is. And his favorite word, and he probably says it in sleep. Like, Motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. I think you do a better Sam Jackson than I do. Motherfucker. He's an excellent actor, though. He is. He's very good. Um, Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> uh, do you take the red pill? Or do that's you not take Lawrence Fishburne. Yes, it is. is the it? blue pill. Yes. Yes. Matrix. Oh, yeah. It is Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, yeah. You're right. It's Mufasa. Yeah. <sighs> Mufasa? Yeah. He's yeah. the dad on Blanking. No. Yes. No? No, that was... Um, Fuck, what's his name? Luke, I am your father. Oh, come on. What's his name? Uh. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, my God. I can't. I completely blanked out. I can't think of his name. He was on Dancing with the Stars, too. He's like, uh, he was the. He was in Conan. He was the bad guy in Conan. Yeah. yeah no, wait, no. His Matrix, right? So yeah. He wasn't on Dancing with the Stars. What is that his was, name? That was Lando. Or was his na- or is his name Lando in real life? I can't. Remember. No, Lando Calrissian. Yeah, that's. Um, why can't I think of these people's names? I'm have I'm drawing Billy D. Williams. Oh uh, yeah. What the heck? I can't think of his name. I, I, I completely name. blinked out. You I know our listeners like, are like Bleh. screaming. No, because Google. You know that episode of Google. Family Guy. I'm mean, <laughs> that episode of Family Guy. My what? phone's right there. 
Oh. And they're like, it shows the guy that played Darth Vader, and he's like, no, you can only play the voice. Because he's all fat, trying to put the Darth Vader suit on, and his fat's all pouring out. Oh, really? What's yeah. his name? Um, I just want to say thank you to Anita Gupal. She just contributed $20 to all right. our GoFundMe. So thank you so much. Thank you. Um, okay, let's go ahead and... The Lion King. Jalapenos are really hot. Let's see. Lion. You sit on the toilet. You use all the paper. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. I watched that movie the other day. I liked that movie. Which one? Lion King. I have uh, all of them. I know. It's... I don't know. It's, It's one of those movies where... I don't know. Even though it's a good, it's a cartoon, it's got a good, solid story. Yeah. Like, I know, I can think without even looking, I know Leonard Nimoy was Scar. Oh my God. You just read my mind. Uh, I was thinking about Scar the whole time. When she said Lion King, I was like, James Earl Jones. There we go. That's his name. Okay. Anyways, I guess they're making all these Disney movies now, real movies, and I'm praying, hoping, Praying and hoping they're gonna make Little Mermaid because I think it, it could they could I know they could do it they have the CGI now to do it oh live action yes because mm. they the Cinderella one's coming out which it looks good and I like hell I like the Helen and Bottom Carter's gonna play the fairy godmother oh really but the girl who plays Cinderella is so ugly is it gonna be Tim Burton no oh Tim good Burton. okay and then because then it would be just overly dark and gothic and. Beauty and the Beast, they're, they already announced it, and Emma Watson's going to play uh, Beauty. Beauty. Belle. Really? Yeah, she's going to play Belle. Okay. I think she'll do good. Yeah. Um, and you know they're going to make sets. They're going to do that with CGI, the Beast part. Oh, yeah. I think it'll be a good movie, but I'm waiting. I think they've done everything basically but Little Mermaid. They have. Maleficent, yeah, they have. Sleeping Beauty. Right. They're doing Cinderella. They did Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Snow White. Snow White. Yeah. They've done all, basically all of them. It's funny because I, I think of our cousin Michael every time someone talks about uh, Little Mermaid. Why? He had the biggest crush on the Little Mermaid. And Ariel? Ariel. God. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I. They made her so annoying in Kingdom Hearts. I know. They made her stupid. Really? Yeah, they portrayed her as like a like dumb... dumb. I, don't think, I don't think of Ariel as being like just stupid dingy. I mean, she's kind of Dean because she's a free spirit. Right. But in Kingdom Hearts, the game, they made her stupid on the, her, like, cause she's a world level. They made it like a valley girl dumb kind of thing. Like, yeah, oh my god. Stupid. Yeah. That kind of thing. They just made her stupid. <clears throat> but is she in the second one or no? Yeah. Oh, they have Atlantica Yes. Again? Yes, they do. They have Mulan. Mulan live action. Imagine it's so that. cool. Is it? I have to tell you, I like the game because you get, different characters you can summon and you can summon summon adult Simba uh-huh. and he like roars and he kills everything goes and everything dies yeah he gets up on the rocks that, <laughs> and everything just you get Dumbo Simba Dumbo Bambi 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 is one of the best ones yeah really yes and in the second one you get Tinkerbell and Peter Pan yeah and uh Mushu, Mushu. Who's Mushu? The, little the dragon, dragon from Mulan. Oh, Eddie Murphy? Yeah. yeah. Eddie Murphy! You can only summon one of them at a time or whatever, but uh-huh. they all do different things. That's cool, though. The mm. Simba one was pretty badass. Uh, let me ask you a question. 
and I remember what I was going to ask you about, um, because this fits more into the, the scene red thing is, you know, the, the, the whole controversy going on with Bill Cosby. Yeah. That he drugged all these women and, he and was, raped like, them. Raped them. Yeah. Do you really think that really happened? Do you buy it? Or do you think it's neither? Well, number one, it's a horrible publicity stunt if it is a publicity stunt. Or do you think, you know, people actually. At first I wanted to say no, but I, I mean, I don't know. Because they're, they're up to like 30 actually something. Actually, rep- reputable people are actually coming forth. Because there's like 30 something people now. Because when Janice Dickinson came, Dan, Janice Dickinson came forth, I was like, whatever, because she, she's not reputable. She's right. an idiot. But this new person came forward, uh, it's, she's a, she's some producer's wife, famous producer's wife. She would have no reason to lie. They don't need money. They're not poor. Like, why would she, I don't know. To me, it's like, why would she lie about that? She's pretty reputable. <sighs> Well, the reason I, I bring this up because there's a clip on YouTube and you can find it. Uh, anybody can go to YouTube and type it in. And it's Bill Cosby. He's actually doing his stand up. Oh, I, I seen that. I seen that. And they're like trying to talk to him about what happened. He just like ignored everything. No, 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 no. No. Um, and, um, this lady stands up and she's walking away and he literally stops his, his show and he's like, where are you going? And the lady's like, oh, I, I'm just going to get a drink. I'm going out to the lobby. And he goes, well, you, you've heard about me, right? And he goes, you really should watch what you drink around me. And people started laughing. And I was like, oh, that's fucking dark, man. I mean, I know that he was trying to make light of a situation. Yeah. But at the same time, something in me, I was just like, I don't know. Is this a really poorly produced publicity stunt? Publicity stunt? I mean, at this point... He doesn't need publicity. No. So I don't know. I'm I'm kind of like on the ropes about it. Yeah. I feel the same way. Like there's there's too much weight being true, and then there's way too much weight saying it couldn't be true. I mean, it, it, I it guarantee isn't true. That, that. I guarantee you though that not everybody that has come if it, if this is true, uh-huh. say it is. That probably about half people have come forward have actually been assaulted by him because you know everybody's gonna come out of the woodwork trying to get money and shit right that's what i feel like well one time i catered his party he raped me you know people are gonna pull that shit right that's just the way people are and eddie murphy predicted that and eddie murphy's raw what did he say he was talking about uh how he got into a fight and people were so he he got into a bar fight Uh and people were suing him because uh he, he he was over exaggerating obviously he's like well Yana, well, the light hit the disco ball, and the light from the disco ball it sprained my eyes. I need ten million. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my! If people really do stupid shit like that, so I wouldn't put it past these people. Like I said, though, I just don't understand. Like, if it is a publicity stunt, he's stupid. Mm. Why would you do it that? You know, right? And if it did happen, like, I don't know. Maybe he's being blackmailed. Who knows? You know, that's that's one of the things that, that makes me sad is regardless if he's prejudiced against white people or not, I felt that he was a good role model. You yeah. know, he has a couple doctorates. He's a very... Who's prejudiced white people? Huh? Bill Cosby? Bill Cosby. Yeah. Well, that's just the rumor. I don't know yeah, if it's true or not. I don't think it is. Uh, all those girls like, were yeah. all white. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Bill Cosby ain't prejudiced to the white woman. 
I'll keep going. Keep going. He just likes to make a peanut butter and jelly with the conscience. But then he goes on to family ties. What? What's on family ties? Good times, whatever. I don't no. Care. I'm it was like, a Cosby the show. Cosby show. What? He was, th- oh, I'm thinking he was, of, uh, Huxtable. Mr. Huxtable. Yeah. That's what came out before he was born, so I guess what do we expect? I used to watch that show all the time. You it's funny, I'm sitting there watching him. And it's like, you know that little vein that you guys tease me about yeah. popping out? When he does the Bill Cosby, he actually has a little vein that starts to pop out. He has to, like, <laughs> dig deep in it. Because <laughs> you have to... Okay, not to be mean, like, no disrespect to Bill Cosby. Well, you got to sound like you're an idiot. To talk. <laughs> like, you have a very severely bad speech it's impediment. It, it's true. And it's Because you have to go in I and like out. I pudding on the family episode of Family Guy. I like pudding. You do that like, really well. Like, you're going to sit here, and you're going to have pudding. And then Sue's like, I like pudding. <laughs> oh, what was that mean? you got to put your <laughs> mic back, because I can barely hear you. Um, I was going to get up and go bathroom, but... What was that meme? It's him, and he's got the Jello pudding pops. And it's like, I like pudding. I, I, or no, I like pudding. I like putting my dick where it doesn't belong, or something like that. Oh, my God. You haven't God. seen that? That was no. hysterical. Uh, but um yeah it was it was i don't know i i really hope i i don't know i really wish he it was not true because like i said i think he's a good role model i think he's very intelligent and, but you know unfortunately we all have our our skeletons in the, in the closet and we have a, a dark snapshot um he's got to pray that he doesn't duck like this and the bow doesn't Fly out of his mouth. Uh, I like pudding. And he likes pudding. With pudding pops in his anus. No, from what I understand, it's in the mouth. <laughs> uh, no. He's the, he's, okay, he's, he's the retro black quagmire. Yeah. Roofing, roofing people. The roofie colada. Yeah. Oh, well, isn't that the song that's like, you know, they, they redid it, uh, you know, pina colada, but they're like, a roofie colada. Yeah, I think they did it. Make- helps me get laid at night. Roofie colada. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is all right. I'll have to look it up. We'll yeah. <sighs> Um, let's see. So we covered Bill Cosby. There's a one more. I'm trying to think of who. Did you hear about the controversy with um, Shia Shia Shia, Le- Le- Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, where he LaBeouf, uh, where he plagiarized somebody. No, no, he wrestled. There's some Australian singer. I can't think of her name. Um, and she came out with this video, and she's like. It's it, the video represents two sides of her, and one is like this little eleven-year-old girl, and the other side is played by Shia LaBeouf, and they're literally in a still cage and they're wrestling, and they're in like WWE wrestling gear kind of thing, and there was a big uproar because the people are like, well, you know, he's essentially in his underwear wrestling an eleven-year-old girl. Now, I went and I seen the video, and I, I really didn't see anything perverse about it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it was more like WWE, you know, wrestling type. The grapple. Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't nothing sexual. And I was just curious if you had seen it. And, no. Yeah, he got molested supposedly. That doesn't surprise me. Did you hear about this? No. So he plagiarized somebody, right? And he got caught for it. He made a short movie. It was plagiarized from somebody else's idea. Yeah, I, I knew about that. So after he got caught for it, he was all ashamed. So he made this art exhibit somewhere in New York. Where he sat in his underwear with a bag over his head and you're allowed to like poke him or do stuff to him. Oh, I, I remember hearing about this. And okay. It was, like his retribution to that person he plagiarized or whatever. Right. I he wrote a book about it too or some shit. So I guess some lady came up to him and like had sex with him. Why didn't he stop her? I still won't get over this. Really? Yeah. And he didn't tell his girlfriend about it. She found out about it like from online or something. Really? <laughs> he said he was too ashamed. Now I'm not saying a man can't be can't be raped because they can, but you're gonna sit there in a public place and let somebody rape you. I don't know if she had sex with him or if she like did oral or touched him or something. But he he said he was so scared he just couldn't. He like locked up. Oh please! This is a man. Up. This is not. It was probably a hidden fantasy. He's like one of these bitches is gonna come over here and get something good. <laughs> I'm like what? Wow. Yeah. So don't ask me. I don't. He's he must be a bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're sitting there and someone starts touching you, you're just gonna let them. You're not gonna say, "Hey, what are you doing? Stop!" Right. Where's his security at? Don't ask me. When the penis goes a flail and it's not flaccid, something's wrong. <laughs> at least it wasn't a dude, I guess. Right. Yeah. That he knows of. Yeah. Nowadays, you never know. Hmm. Um. They got lasers and shit. They don't even. They got a lightsaber in the operation. <laughs> okay, you're not a dude anymore. By the by, the power wow, of doc- the Jedi. I know. Wow, doctor, that was fast. Oh, did you hear about uh, Sylvester Stallone? I know we're talking a little bit about Hollywood, but did you hear that he in- inadvertently gave the the ending of his uh, new because they're doing like a, a Rocky spinoff. It's called Creed. It's about Apollo Creed's grandson. Hmm. And Rocky, you know, trains him how to become a, a, a boxer, essentially. But it's all about, you know, the kid. Well, he... Uh, he Jeez, this sounds like another movie that came out within the last three years. What was it? Karate Kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he, um, <coughs> he took a, a picture and put it on Twitter. And the dude is like ego eccentric. But I mean, we all know he's ego eccentric. You know, Mr. I only have blue M&Ms in my. Yeah. Don't you do a Sylvester Stallone? I Yeah. Mr. I only eat blue M&Ms. Anyway, he, he took a picture of his desk and he's got like, you know, a little action figure of Rocky and Rambo and he's got this like knife stuck into his desk, just randomly sticking there. Anyway, he put a tweet and he's like, this is where the screenwriting happens, right? He took a picture of the script. Well, it was the very last page of the script. All you have to do is blow it up and read it and flip it over. And you know what happens at the end of the movie? Okay, I, I don't have to watch it now. <laughs> nope, I know exactly what happens. I know that, uh, you know, <clears throat> I know there's going to be a sequel. Isn't there yeah. always? It'll be Creed 2, yo. Adrian! Yeah. Oh, speaking of um, 
Sylvester Stallone. He is also doing a um, another Rambo. Yeah, I heard about that. And this one is going to be the last Rambo, so it's called Rambo Last Blood. Ooh. You get it? Because his the original Rambo was Rambo First, First Blood. Blood. So now this one, this one is, uh, you know, Left blood. Left blood. Left Family Guy. When it was Tony Danza and Tony Danza Sylvester and Sloan. Sylvester Sloan, they're like, yeah, that's exactly what it would sound like. I'd love to meet Seth MacFarlane. He just, he's amazing. He's funny. Um, Aaron and I are going to work on a comedy. That we can't talk about yet, but, um. You are? I told you this in the car. I wasn't listening. It's, uh, I get it from him. Sass Lacey. It's, it's gonna be a, uh, comedy that's set place in Hawaii. And, um, it's, it's, I'm bringing in Aaron to help me co-write because number one, I felt that we did really good with how the mongers came about. And I was thinking about doing it the same way. And let's just, you know, is I can be funny at times, but Aaron is funny all the time. He's fucking hysterical. So I'm going to bring in Aaron as a, a, almost like a assistant co-writer kind of thing. And we're going to, to work on, uh, what did, what did I name it? <coughs> uh, was it, Resort Aloha? Yes. That's like what it's Aloha some. And um it's it's going to let's see, how how much can I give away? None. You got at least some mystery. <sighs> well, I can say it's about a guy who's getting divorced and the wife gets half of his four oh one K, so he decides that he's gonna take the other half because it's going to cost him the same penalty. And since he's single again, he's going to do what he's always wanted to do. And he's, he's always wanted to own his own tiki bar in Hawaii. So he takes the, the, ha- the other half of the 401k and he moves to Hawaii to start his own tiki bar. And that's, that's all I'll give away. And it's, it's going to be funny. It's going to be a, a romantic comedy. Because, well, you know, there's more stories to tell than just the mongers. Can I use your phone? Absolutely. I'll look at this video. Which video? Shia LaBeouf one. Oh, the... the Music video? Yeah. Who sings it? Uh, let me find out. Let me see... Okay, so uh, we took a quick break so they could watch the video. <clears throat> what did you think? There was nothing wrong with it. There was nothing. Like I was saying, it was more... Uh, there was a lot of metaphors yeah. used yeah, in that video. Yeah, it's got some lyrical dance number. That's why. Right. But to me, again, there was nothing... Sexual at all. No, no, no. Um, and I think it was in, uh, was that the same kind of costume that she was wearing in this? She wears the same, but it was clean in the other video. Oh, really? I didn't like in the other video though, because I said like, it looked like she was naked the way they had the other video shot. Uh huh. Yeah. I I was like, what is that? A little boy dancing around naked? (laughs) 
<laughs> first time I've so seen it. It's not first saw it because I'm far yeah. away. Mm-hmm. But it's the same costume. It's like dirty in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's it. That's the video. I guess there's a lot of... Um, what? That... Well, they, they felt that, number one, because uh, Shia was wearing, you know, the same tan color. So they were, like, representing them being naked. But... If you, again, it's all, to me, it's metaphoric. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the way I interpret it was like, it was more genderless than, yeah, yeah, you know, a boy and a girl. It was two opposites fighting for domination. Obviously, the cage was metaphoric for the head, the brain, you know, the yeah. thoughts. Yeah. But yeah, um, I wonder if he does that shit. You know, he'll go and like, oh, this will piss people off. I'll take this job, you know? Because it seems like everything he does is just to, to piss people off. I don't know. He was in that new movie, uh, Fury, with Brad Pitt. And, uh, okay. Anyways, the way I interpret the video is like, you know, Shia is like who she is on the inside. Mm-hmm. And she can't let that show. The little girl is what shows, what comes out of the cage, basically. Right. And he can't come out of the cage. And that's really her true personality is she's inside. Not saying she's a guy, but you know what I'm saying? No, it's the, the rage. The, the represent- and, yeah. yeah, the representation. And and uh, she was saying that he was the only person that could portray that character, and uh, and I was laughing because Aaron was saying uh, about him looking like Leonidas, and I didn't <laughs> think about that until seeing it. He was buff in that video, yeah. But he climbing did. He, up on bars, he pulled and himself shit. up on bars, but just his arms. Yeah, that that <laughs> takes a muscle. <laughs> Took him what seventeen years, man. I know seventeen his years. Little fat, awkward kid. We played on even Stevens. He was chubby really yes i didn't know that awkward ugly little kid yeah these little teeth man and he smiled yeah, jufro oh. long curly jufro oh but yeah i wanted to share that with you because <clears throat> i guess it's a, a big thing stupid she's a good singer though Saya. Mm-hmm. and um yeah that was just i don't know People bitch about anything. Yeah, if there is a rhyme or a reason, people will find a fucking way to bitch about everything. <laughs> because I I feel that it was done very. If if you're an artistic person, you that can is, catch on to that real fast. That is the the classification of artsy. Yes. Yeah, those lyrical numbers like that are very artsy. And the movements and the story that's being yeah. told and and I it's thought, like her other video, the other one the little girl plays in. Uh huh. It's a lyrical number, too. It's, it's all emotional. It's like telling a story with your body. It's what right. lyrical dance yeah. is. Because a lot of people don't get lyrical dance. No. It's, 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 it really is an art form. Yeah. Too much to interpret. Yeah. A lot of people, people are, are lazy. They doing? <laughs> They're <laughs> like, that, just though, dancing like, around. If you, if you watch lyrical numbers, they can get really weird, some of them. Yeah. All right, kids. Um, I, we've pretty much come to the, the head on this one. It's uh, it's been good to catch up. I was like really fiending for a podcast. <laughs> yes, oh, I was talking to Cody. Oh, is he starting to wake up? No. <laughs> All right, kids. So that's it for this week. I am David K. Montoya. I'm Becca C. Lofgren, and I'm Aaron Illich. And if you're not down with artsy fartsy music videos, then you might be seeing red. See you next week. Welcome to seeing red.
say we didn't warn you. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18, but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysalmon.com.